On this episode of the Breeze Podcast, three previously on the words have been uttered from Victor's mouth. I, John McCollin, is the sole responsible party for the in- events that followed that happened before episode eighty-one. Two. That's fair, but Charles has to understand, you know, like, there's a job at hand, you know, we're here to, like, okay. educate the listeners. One. You know, he just says, like, I call my dad, and my dad rushes over, and when I saw my dad's face, it just broke my heart. Zero. Let's get into the episode. Who's intro? It's yours. Episode 84. Mm-hmm. Ready? Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode 84 of the Breeze Podcast, where your word of mouth is our oxygen. I'm one of your hosts, Sean McCollin, and I'm here with the boy. Victor411 White. What's up, guys? <laughs> Yo, we're here. We're chilling. John, first we have to set the record straight, okay? What's that? What's that? Read the email, word by word, that I sent you. You have to read it out loud, okay? Guy, bro. You have to read it out loud. Does it have attachments or not? No, it's just text. Read it out loud. Uh, Are you cool. reading it? Read okay, it. Okay, okay. Uh, 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 I, Jonathan Charles. What? It's <laughs> not my name. John, John, read it. Just read Jonathan, it. Jonathan Charles James Arthur McCauley. I apologize for having bittersweet influence on Victor White. I admit to knowingly pressuring. Making Victor talk about matters of privacy that if it didn't happen previously and the words have been uttered from Victor's mouth, I, John McCollin, is the sole responsible party for the events that followed that happened before episode 81. I take full responsibility for any and all backlash that may not occur or until the end of times in regards to content created on the Breeze podcast. I am not saying the rest because that's not that's John, not me. John, I, I, John, 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 read it. The Breeze podcast. <laughs> uh, Instagram, Twitter, our Facebook page. And I'm Victor White, on World of White vlog. Thank you, John. I appreciate you being the bigger man, taking responsibility for your influence over me for this past period of time. I don't understand. I don't understand. But like, I guess we're not gonna get into that. But um. All right, very well. <laughs> like, that's easy. It feels good to take the high road, doesn't it, John? That's easy. That's easy, bro. That's easy. Yo, Celine, roll the intro, please. <laughs> Breeze! Breeze! Breeze. Okay, John. Yo, do you care to explain? Do you care to explain to the audience? Like, no, I, I just feel that there needs to be an explanation from you why you've influenced me in various ways throughout our friendship to utter matters of privacy publicly wow. in various Can you forms and I feel like social John, media okay, spaces. Right. I feel like I have to like defend myself. You know? <laughs> just just because we're out there in the public domain, you know. But I feel like. You know, I feel like John's been the advocate. You feel what I'm saying? To be like, yo. John, it said bittersweet. It said bittersweet. I'm just saying. So even though I credit the man I am today, you're my moral (laughs) compass. 
and etc etc <laughs> you know i credit all that to you john but you can't it's well. like raising a well. child you can't just live with the goods well. you have to deal well. with the bads as well john you're not a granddad yet you know that's that's the cherry on top of the cake when you just deal with the goods but right now you're also a parent john very well (laughs) i appreciate your apology so thank you fair 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 that's reasonable like i'm not going to try to get into that like that we're not trying to dig you know keep it there that keep it moving uh time for your week bro (laughs) um sorry guys i'm drinking i i have a big fat cup of coffee here because i'm a bit tired my week is just i don't know just like any other week walking on clouds just living life um i don't know Never felt as good as I currently feel. Um, I do. Yo, okay. listeners, does this sound familiar? Does this sound like a familiar like? Okay, I, I mean, like personally, listeners, personally, okay, have you I'm, ever felt? I'm, like this? Okay, I'm gonna, right, I'm cool. gonna, I have, we, I actually, since you're so responsible and apologizing on this episode, John, by your own incentive, I'm gonna be responsible towards our listeners as well, and just disclose the fact that I met someone yo 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 However, all, right, all, right, all right all right yeah just leave it at that just leave it at i that. i just want to say i don't want to exploit the person for content in any way shape or form it's very real and i think some things you have to keep private which actually caused me to think john you the the times you mention your relationship is a either because i pressure you or ask you or lead you into it or B. So <laughs> next time, maybe you'll get an email from me. <laughs> now you're on the other side of the table. And now you see what's going on. You know what I mean? I will leave it as that, bro. We'll or, leave it as that, bro. Or it's like you're doing something and, you know, me and Vicky are going here or there or whatever, you know? So, but what I want to ask you, because you're a man of integrity, is how do you reason in regards to that because you are on another level when it comes to people over content than i am i've been more explorative when it comes but to you're that no area getting there. You're previously no getting, you're not getting there you're not getting there i just want to hear your um your reasoning because uh, yeah let's just start with that let me reason it yeah i just want like i'm very like vague and like i'm super vague in like yeah. whatever like it's the most, like, I never go in depth, and it's yeah. always, like, it's to the point, but it's also vague, so there's no, like, room for um, imagination, mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying? So, but it's also respectful to, like, all parties involved. Yes, you know I mean? 100%. I but feel that's the most important part. So, if there ever was a conversation where a third party would take part, would that mean that we would ask for permission before speaking about it i mean you don't have i don't like, i don't think you have to ask permission like i feel like in the obviously case, there's in my case like you know like obviously you know, there's like, certain limits like you know like there are certain things you just wouldn't talk about i don't know like, straight yeah. up be like yeah we, we, we can keep it moving you yeah. know what i mean yeah. but like other than that like i feel like you know like the other person yeah enough like you and you can it's not like you're bad talking to anyone, and it's like 
if it comes to like a point where you're talking like about opinions, then you can't you can't have that conversation on, okay. on this podcast. Yeah, because the person isn't here to talk about it themselves. You know what I mean? That's true. So, but I'm I'm more. That's t- my stance. So I'm more talking about the fact that let's let's take my friend Charles as an example, and he met this girl Natalie, right? And Charles, he's crazy about Natalie. <laughs> So he thinks about her all the time and all he want to do is talk about her, right? So I just want to know how you refrain yourself from being in Charles' shoes, not talking about Natalie. Because we're only on this podcast for an hour, bro. Like, you can talk about it, like, the other, how many hours are in a week, (laughs) you know what I mean? So I think think Charles is fine. I think Charles is fine. In his case... He is completely head over heels mad when it comes That's to fair. Natalie. That's fair, but Charles has to understand, you know, like, there's a job at hand, you know, we're here to, like, okay. educate the listeners, and listeners are not interested in hearing, like, I don't feel like Charles' listeners want to, like, give, like, don't want to hear about it for 50 minutes. That's true, but on the other hand, because Charles has a podcast, the Boom Podcast, and on that podcast, he feels that there might be an opportunity for some really valuable conversation in terms of generalized relationships. Well, if Charles thinks that, Charles should bring that exclusively from Charles' perspective and no one else's perspective. Okay. And like, as super, like, not... What's, what's the word? When you... Charles talks about Charles. Charles can't talk about anyone else other than Charles. You okay. Know I me? Mean? Okay. Like Charles talks about how he feels. He can't talk about how you know. Like, I feel like that's just not fair because the other person isn't like that's true. Defend, like talk. About but I guess I guess I guess what Charles would talk about is <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. So my week. Um... <laughs> Work. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Charles one time, bro. Um, yeah. So I've, I don't, yeah, I don't. Tell me about your week, bro. Bro, my week been. You had like, your birthday. I got, I, got Yo, a, I had my birthday. Yeah, let us know what happened um, after we turned off the podcast. Like, yeah, after we turned off the podcast, I got some breakfast, like a spread of food. Then, like, my fam called. Mm-hmm. All my boys called. I got my, my birthday gifts. I got, okay. like... Um, yeah, I just relaxed that day. Like, that day was just no okay, work. Okay, okay. Now, work. you said birthday gifts. Are you really going to leave us hanging? Yeah, I got, I got a pair of AirPods Pro that says from the islands. No so, way. Yeah, Yo, that's wicked. <laughs> that's pretty sick, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Pretty sick. I got some other things too. I'll I'll show you like later, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, that day was just like for me to relax, bro. Mm-hmm. I've been like just working on on nonstop on every yeah. single other day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, bro. I got my guitar. I got a guitar. I in saw. O M G, bro. When you're singing in front of the, you know, the story you post. <laughs> Finally got a guitar. And John, so, yeah, apparently you and me, we're dangerous together. We're super dangerous, apparently. 
I got that input wait, wait. from someone. Someone who saw a picture of us next to each other. And they're like, wow, Me you're, you're dangerous. You guys are dangerous. <laughs> that's jokes, that's jokes, that's jokes. Yeah. But nah, bro. Um, I thought I was going live last week. Apparently, I'm going live this week. Okay. It's, it's happening tonight. Yeah. You might you might be up. I don't, like It's at like 12.45 my time. Okay. Um, A.M. Yeah. But um, yeah, bro, I've just been waking up, writing songs, finishing this pitch deck. So you're finished with school uh, for life. Well, has actually, that settled yeah, I woke in up, yet? I woke up today and I finally got like my last grades and like it's, okay. it's done, like it's over, you know. Like, mm -hmm. So how does the grading done. system work in terms of a master in science and how important are they? How important are grades? That's a good question um they're somewhat important they're like 50 percent of 50 percent important okay <laughs> They've, like going into like the job market you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i feel like to get into the job market they are important but after that they're not you know like True. after that is just who you know but yeah to get in is definitely important and like the it's just in terms of the format mm -hmm. we just get like from zero to a hundred, you know what I mean? Like yeah. eighty being like the average, I guess. Yeah. Eighty's been the average. Yeah. So like my my average is like eighty eight point three or something. Nice so like, to hear. We're blessed. Mm-hmm. And yeah, bro, like I'm officially done. Like I go I woke up this morning, I got the email. Okay. Here are your grades. Nice. Nice. We're done. Wow. So wow. now I have to like deal with all this immigration stuff yeah um, john do you know what i realized uh listening to your, you singing and i <laughs> what I, I i don't think i so i i i realized just now that i might be sitting on a gold mine here i picked you, you up before anyone else picked you up <laughs> and when you become a huge superstar because i really think your voice is something something dip like it's actually really good like goosebumps no, good bad, like honestly it's, it's not like you know the thousands of <laughs> other people trying to make it in the music industry and they're average like you're actually really good so i realize i'm it's sitting bad. here on the gold mine because when you blow up the podcast will also <laughs> blow up and sure. when the podcast yeah sure all the people will be here to hear you and all that stuff however the sponsorship money, the endorsements for the podcast. Nobody, we're blessed. Half of that we're will blessed. go to me. Ka-ching, <laughs> ka-ching, ka-ching. We're blessed, we're blessed, you're blessed, you're blessed. But, like, I feel like it's good. things are happening. Like, I can't even talk about it because... Can you please switch on things. the singing voice, like, for one sentence? Nah. nah. Please, bro. The yeah, listeners want to hear it. If you want a singing voice, go to Instagram at John McCollin. I'm so sorry. <laughs> John, come on, switch it on. No, I, I don't. I don't. Have, it's too early. I don't have it. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Yes, okay. I'm sorry. But um, yo, yeah, go follow me on Instagram and Victor and Breeze Podcast. Yeah, just follow us all. <laughs> but yo, I want to ask you something, B. Did you see yeah. the the Pentagon? First of all, do you believe in aliens? Uh, ooh, it's hard not to considering the universe is. Um, the universe is endless, infinite. And there's a theory that there's like endless amounts of black holes. We don't know what's inside a black hole. 
but apparently there's theories about a black hole containing infinite mass and within each black hole there's a universe that's infinite so it's just mind-boggling so when it comes to aliens if there's other life forms i believe in the multiverse theory so yes all right fair did you see the pentagon like confirmed ufos yeah but the thing is i saw that like weeks ago like that was, it was actually years ago yeah yeah like two years ago yeah but i i saw it quite recent years. like b before it kind of got a second wave right now and i don't i don't know if it's like if it's like just propaganda. yeah like after effects or if it's actually it's like real distraction media and honestly, bro, if it was real, don't you think like something major would have happened? What do you mean? Because when they when they talk about aliens, either they'll scope our planet out and see us like ants and then leave because there aren't like there's nothing to get from our because we're so un underdeveloped as a life form or they'll just come here and just wipe us out with their inferior technology. Fair. you know and then just take what That's they reasonable. want what they but like, I, I, those are I the two outcomes like, like i don't know what i don't know what they what they yo okay first of all i'm going off topic here quick time but there's a yeah. show called on netflix called um the gospel something it's like okay. the most trippy show ever you gotta go watch it yeah like in that show the same guys that made adventure time created it okay and like it really makes you think about um like Elon Musk's theories. Yeah. I don't know if you ever watched Rick and Morty, like the multiverse. Are you even speaking yeah, about? Yeah, like and... it's super, it's super trippy. But I feel like if you watch it, you'll just be like, "Yo, this is craziness." Speaking of Elon Musk, I I don't remember where I read it or if I saw it in an interview or if it was a tweet, but he said if there was aliens around or whatever, I would have known by now, and you know. <laughs> I feel like that's actually a true statement. Fair. Or it Fair. could be propaganda. Like he knows there is aliens and they have like pressures. Maybe maybe the aliens have put an ultimatum on Elon to get us to Mars because the aliens said that if we don't get your planet within 10 years and every human being leaves, we'll kill everything that's left and only the people that survive will be the people that are on Mars. And that's why they sent us a reminder with the coronavirus. Conspiracies, conspiracies. conspiracies. I'm kidding. I don't know. I have no idea. That's a wild conspiracy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. That's one for the books. But I yeah. mean, I thought it was interesting. Well, like how, what are like, your thoughts whole... regarding that? Yeah, I definitely believe in aliens for sure. Like, to mm. your point, like, I feel... <clears throat> I mean, in, it, like you said, there, there is in, there's infinite space. You know what I mean? There's mm -hmm. infinite galaxies, infinite universes. It'll be super cocky of humans to sit here and be like, "Yeah, we're the only pe people in this entire yeah. Yeah. entire multiverse and this entire mm -hmm. like that's super cocky." You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, I definitely believe in them, bro. The thing like, that I, I seen, yeah, the but, thing like, that I definitely believe in. Yeah, the thing that I would say is. If we once again go back to Uncle Ray Dalio, he says that during over history, the same things repeats themselves over and over again, long and short cycles, right? So if we, if we go back, what, like 500 years, the earth was flat. Mm -hmm. Everyone was convinced that earth was flat. 
So I feel it's the same way with aliens and the universe because we don't know enough about it. And it doesn't... Yeah, yeah. True that. Like, we haven't explored 0.000001 of zero. Like, it... We haven't seen it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we haven't seen much of the universe, you know. Like yeah. It. But, yeah. um, shout out to Ray Dalio, bro. Listen to the podcast. Like, yes, you know, Business Casual. I was thinking we yeah. should save it for uh, Chopped Up. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to that podcast, it was fire. But, mm-hmm. um, I have something else to ask you about. Yeah. We could talk about that Chopped Up, Chopped Up. Okay. We could talk about it. You want to run it? You, you ran it just now. Reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, talk to me. She's a wolf. talk to me about um your business, bro. I saw I saw it on mm-hmm. it's official. I see it on LinkedIn. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the website's up. Can't understand anything on the website, but like mm-hmm. it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I've been partnering with this guy Trolls for a year. Um, I believe I mentioned the four-hour-long negotiation with this car dealership last podcast, didn't I? Like two podcasts ago, yeah. Two podcasts ago. Um, so, yeah. Um, and, yeah, we're building this performance marketing agency <laughs> together, which is exciting. Right now, we're in, a, we're, we've, um, we're in this process of acquiring new clients. So that's why if any of you saw my Insta story, I've learned After Effects and Motion Graphics. And that's like a sales campaign to drive leads to us. We're also cold calling a bunch of companies. We're we're doing it with the objective to help them, with the intention of helping them through the coronavirus, giving them the trial period, which is the first four months, service fee waived. Um, mm. And then they start paying after that. Because when we do it like that, we can get them to sell their products or services and then they'll make more money and it won't be an issue paying us, et cetera, et cetera. And also during a crisis is a really good time to fight and get clients because what we'll do is we'll sign them up on on, um, subscriptions. And when you have those subscriptions, there's a lot of value in it. Mm. And I mean, and actually this is a good point to say. So what we've done, we've set processes for everything. And that's what you have, like, if you start a startup or whatever, make sure when you do things that you set the processes of doing the things. Extremely important. It's important for scaling. Sure. It's in- important for streamlining your workflow and all your processes, as well as, like, when you have other people coming in. So the pipelines, bro. Yes, exactly. So our first pipeline was a three-week onboarding process. And it looks like this. First week, we have a workshop with the client where we go through the campaigns, come up with the concepts, um, walk them through the funnels of the advertisements, and set up t- technical um, tools such as uh, pixels and etc. etc. Mm-hmm. Second week is campaign production. Third week is setting up the demographics, uh, the copywriting for the content, things like that. However, since I've now learned motion graphics, we've realized that we can cut down the pipeline, the onboarding process to week, simply by cutting the production process to motion graphics. 
which means okay. that like just like after the workshop i could sit down and produce the content and then the clients can just go in and say da 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 da, da which means you get all that done and you can start with the advertisement uh right. week two which is insane that's that's a big difference i feel you so what what where like what medium are you pushing like the content on is it so it's facebook like, ads like, manager online? which is instagram facebook um depends on the business but we can do linkedin it's a little bit more expensive and more b2b focused you can do youtube you can do google like seo but we're yeah. mostly focused on the facebook lane i got you so yeah so, yep. so our, our goal is by the by the years and to have signed to have like 10 clients which would be would be sick that you know have sweet have them sign on so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it goes and also with the new pipeline that we came up with it's way easier to scale to onboard people it's way easier because if you think yeah. about it john to make a template that's universally fit to produce content in real life is very difficult because there's a lot of move like the equation is is you know you're at the office, the office might look different depending on if it's product or people, you know, you have to coordinate all of that. If it's motion graphics, I can literally set up templates in After Effects and then just get someone and be like, here's a couple of YouTube tutorials, these are the templates, be creative, yeah. come up with something. I feel you. Yeah, that's the most important thing, those pipelines, because you don't want, and like you said, to your point, in terms of scalability, that's definitely the most important thing because even on my end over here like creating yeah. those pipelines for child house myself yeah like we can talk about that in a future podcast no but i would add chattel house like bro i i see them posting you're in there like i but i have no idea what it is yeah yeah i know i know but like, <laughs> <laughs> well i'll tell you after but like basically Essentially, like we like we created those pipelines for like the different campaigns. We got the type song campaign, yeah. we got like the behind the lyrics. We got the yeah. um, other ones, but basically mm -hmm. just plug and play. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, everything is there. Like anyone could, we could bring anyone in and be like, okay, oh, you're in charge of. Okay, you're in charge of the YouTube. You're in charge of doing this, mm -hmm. and they know exactly what they have to do. Like every like mm -hmm. everything they need is there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Plug and play. Yeah. And I feel like that is super important in terms of when you're starting anything. You know what I mean? That yeah. chaos in the beginning is chaos in the end. Yeah. And like, you're not trying to have that, you know? So Yeah, 100%. Yeah, B. We've That's started well. using HubSpot, actually, for pipeline management. Yo, it's so Good. sick. It's so sick. Like, these tools we have, and it's free as well, depending on what plugs, like plugins you need. However, yeah. all these things that we have, you know the the ability to use and like the tools, the mere tools that that the like you can use as an entrepreneur today. It's it's just insane. It's never been yeah, easier so to start or run there's a business so many, and you know make your idea float. So there's this so this and this and, is the time. If yeah, you're, if you're listening, like like this is the time. Like if you haven't, like we spoke about this already, but like this is the time to do it for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And I mean, yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of things to to uh, to talk about in in regards to that. But let's just keep it concise. <laughs> Yo, Ray Dalio on the business casual. So I see, but and this is these are the things that gives me hope. 
And these are the things that's like, okay, me and John will be able to one day interview Ray Dalio. Oh, buddy, for sure. Like, oh, okay, I have a hard time finding words because I look <laughs> up to that man so much. Like, I don't believe in God, but he's a God to me. Uh, <laughs> okay, so first of all, Yo. first, John, tell me, just talk. <laughs> Yo, first of all, I saw this. I, I was on Instagram scrolling. Uh, I see, okay, Ray Dalio, okay. This is this is Victor's boy. I gotta go see what's happening. I go I'm on like, Business Casual, which is the Business Morning Casual. Brews podcast with Kinsey exactly. Grant. I'm like, bro, what is this? Like, this is only 30 minutes? I'm like, jeez, like, it can't be only 30 minutes, bro. I go listen to it. Super insightful podcast. Mm-hmm. But there's a part two, which I have, we have to listen what to. What a cliffhanger they left us with. Bro, I just didn't understand. And like, as I hear him speak, I hear you speak. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, this guy, <laughs> yo, Victoria listens to this guy a lot, a lot. Like, I'm hearing like radical it, transparency. I'm like, okay, this is John, Victor. John, like, this is- John. Even though I've watched every single Ray Dalio video, read his books, and this podcast was me listening to him saying the same thing, I'm still. You know, like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it's really Like his his understanding of self is is unbelievable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in terms of his self awareness is yeah is wild. Yeah. And the fact that he like places things in he puts things in place to help others um yeah. discover themselves as well, I think that's like yeah. That's some top tier ish for real for So what we're gonna do is we're gonna link his interview with uh What's his name? The rapper. The, the he's nearly a billionaire. Uh, Diddy. Diddy, yeah, P Diddy. His interview with P Diddy, um, and then you'll understand what type of person Ray is. However, um, so what I obviously I was super excited because the Morning Brew podcast. It's become one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. It's a solid podcast. Yeah, and when they have Ray Dalio on it, like you know, my <laughs> my favorite man. I, you know, I was listening to it really hard. Um, but what I would like to ask Ray Dalio is more like from personal perspective and shift away from like the investing perspective and yeah. and more touch upon his life's journey, core values and, and principles. As an example, one of Ray Dalio's sons has... Um, what's it called bipolar right Mm -hmm. and he's he's done some really good things when it comes to bipolar stuff and like research and stuff he did a movie about it and i watched this interview when he when he had launched his movie he was talking on some some event of some sort about his movie and obviously ray dalio he's he's a he's a billionaire he's super rich but he has both feet on his on the ground um but but when I heard his son speak, the son, he has, I think, two or three kids, something like that. And he's a director and make movies and, and things like that. But when I heard him speak and he tells the story about the time he was working at the lumberjack uh, shop or something, cutting wood. And he had one of his, his episodes and he just he was thinking the thoughts of if I just ran my arm through this saw it'll all be over, you know? And he Mm. calls his dad 
and he doesn't even name his dad you know he just says like I call my dad and my dad rushes over and when I saw my dad's face it just broke my heart and from there on out I realized that I have to find a solution because what these medicines do to you it numbs everything out and this is something that I can attest to as well that we also spoke about on the podcast when I had my mental blah blah breakdown and I mm-hmm. got some like antidepressant meds and whatever it just numbs you completely and that's not a nice feeling in multiple ways and personally I don't believe I've never been of the belief that a pill can fix your issues that's just yeah. not the way it works you have to get to the root cause and however it can be helpful in some cases if it's really bad so i'm not saying like never like use pills and stuff like that um however so he realized that something had to be done and it wasn't until he met this person who was deeply bipolar and said to him that i've never been this deeply happy for 80 percent of my life for for the time since I started meditating deeply and Ray he touches a little bit about this in his book that he went through this however hearing this and knowing that Ray running a multi-billion dollar hedge fund I don't know how many billions he's managing at the time runs from that because I think this touches deeper than just like boring financial economic things. Yeah. This is like, you know, the, the the crossing between managing family life and difficult situations there. This as is like well the as your professional that we know him to be, you know what I mean? Career. Exactly, right. exactly. And that's I I wanna hear in depth Ray Dalio speak how he was able to manage that. Like like because that's like bipolar uh, the bipolar thing i don't want to say disease or disorder because it's kind of like you know it, that's not what it is and that's what he says too like you walk away from the hospital and you have this thing that sounds so negative you know anyhow yeah. the core of the thing is that he said that the meditation helped him so much and now he's able to feel good 80 percent of the time and that's a natural thing and i believe in natural things and i think that's good but that's 100%. What I want to hear Ray Dalio speak more about because everyone knows he's the Steve Jobs of investing. Everyone knows all these things. But the one thing that people don't talk about, doesn't matter how successful you are, whether it's Gary Vaynerchuk, um, Ray has touched upon it just a itty bitty bit. But that's the balance between business and family life. And Ray wasn't only the most successful person running a hedge fund throughout history of humankind. He was also managed to build a strong foundation with his family and manage his son with and walk through that journey with that disorder. And that's what I think truly separates him from every other business person, individual, whatever, whatever. I feel you, especially when you look around at what who would be considered his peers and stuff. Like you'll see, mm-hmm. he's far above the rest, and in all like all pillars are filled. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like to to the point of family, like seems to be his foundation, and how he kept that foundation yeah. intact through yeah. r- managing billions of dollars and yeah. all of the things that come with that, all of the expectations yeah. that come with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like that would be definitely an interesting interview for sure. Yeah, I mean, John, let's let's just play with the thought. Like, 
you're a manager at IBM and you have all these people under you, you know, and you're not even managing billions of dollars, but there, there's this big project for this client. And then your son calls you, you know, and you have to go and meet him, you know, and you're struggling with this personally as well as having to keep up your professional career. Like that's not an easy yeah. feat to do like that. And that that takes serious, serious strength as a as a character, you know, it's true. Because you have to know, you have to know what's important to you. You know what I mean, like yeah, and how to balance that, and how to how to communicate that to yeah the people in your professional life and your personal life. You know what I mean, like yeah, because it's I feel like sport. yeah, and I also feel like a lot of the sentiment today regarding entrepreneurship and stuff is that you need to work eighteen hour days and you're alone and all these things. But Ray, he proves something else that is possible to win both when it comes to family and in business, you know? Yeah. True. True. That definitely will be an interesting interview. When it happens. Not if yeah. It happens. When it happens. When it happens. Sure. And I mean, yeah, so I'm, yeah, yeah, oh, uh, John, yeah, yeah. By the way, <laughs> by the way, huge milestone here at the Breeze podcast. You know what I'm doing right now on my computer? We um, on our anchor page, page, and we've crossed the four thousand listeners milestone. Hey, yo, put the clapping, put the clapping sound there. Put it. That's well. That's well. So shout Get out to here. everyone who's listening. Can you imagine, like, four thousand people, or no, four times our our episodes have been listened to four thousand times that's crazy that's crazy how many episodes 84 episodes 84 83 yeah. to date but like that's wild that's completely we're insane we're out here that that's just insane wow we are out here that's essentially that's only, that that's roughly 48 i know i know i know it's so sick it's so sick so thank you to our audience Yo, we appreciate you guys for real, for real, for real. I appreciate real, I love you real. guys. Jeez. Yeah. Like no one's no one no one held a gun a gun to your head and was like, listen to the Breeze podcast, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> still listen. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. For and real. also Celine, make a make a good little snippet of what we just said so we can post it and then have morning brew repost it. True, true. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be smart. Accurate, bro. You have to be. You have to be. Um, the last thing on Chopped Up, wow, this segment became long today. However, um, so in the Morning Brew today, there was this thing about Universal's new Trolls movie and how they, oh, what, yeah. what's it called, like premium pre-release on... P-Vob? Yeah, premium Pre- video premium on the... Dem- on demand, yeah, yeah premium, pre-bought. Yeah, premium video on demand. Yeah. And it made the video made ninety four or ninety five million US dollars, which is as much as it made the first yep. five months as the previous film did on cinemas. Because when they air it on cinemas they have to split fifty percent of the profits. When they do sure. it like this, they get eighty percent of the profit. So sure. naturally what is it? Like AMC theaters or you know? AMC's cheese. AMC is like, yo, what is happening? AMC, Cineplex, like all those people that that run conglomerate cinemas, like they're cheese. When I read the fact that 
AMC, Cineplex came out. Yeah, when when I read the when when I read their statement on the brew that they came out this morning saying they won't air any more Universal movies. <laughs> That's on them, Bob. Like Universal will keep pushing out content; they will never stop. Yeah, and like now that they have this this avenue of being able to just go straight to the consumer, mm-hmm. like it's a win win for them, bro. Like yeah. When, and this was like this was this like environment right now was the best time to test it to see yeah how, how like the consumers will respond yeah but like we'll see i think i think it's a win for universal yeah for sure yeah definitely sure. i like, mean wait like why, why would i give 50 percent just yeah. for distribution you know what i mean like yeah. even in music you don't do that like yeah music you, you never like nah yeah. bro 50 yeah. percent revenue for distribution nah that's crazy. I know, I know. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when it comes to the cinema business. If if it'll go the blockbuster route, or because at the end of the day, going to the cinema is still an experience. But I could see yeah, the but amount it'll slowly of, become an uh, uh, what's the word nostalgic experience. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. And, and I could see the amount of theaters shrinking. Right, 400%. that's the only thing that makes sense. And to be yeah. honest, I'd rather watch a new movie at home and pay for it compared True. to going to the cinema there'll be like select theaters like you'll have a theater in, in like places where they do like yeah premieres and ish and yeah. i feel like those would be like the, the main ones you know mm-hmm. but like outside of that there really is no need bro like mm-hmm. you can watch a movie on your phone right now if you want to yeah yeah 100 like, especially with this whole corona thing i feel like that'll scare like people going back into like regular routine, like people ain't even going by mm-hmm. into cinemas anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we'll see, but we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Lastly, on chopped up, this is a guessing game, John. <laughs> Guess how much my portfolio has grown, gone down in value. I guess oh, grown. I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, minus fifteen percent. My portfolio is minus 48%. It's better than the 60 or minus 70% it was a couple of true. weeks ago. True, true. Yeah, that's, 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 very, that's reasonable. <laughs> you know, do you have any dividend paying like, assets? No, I just have Canopy Growth Corp and uh, this technology company named Toby. But when, mm. I, when I get my tax return this year, I've... Well, I kind of missed buying Tesla now, but we'll we'll talk about it on the podcast. What? Yeah, for sure, for sure. What I'll for buy sure. that that that's gonna be my thing. Every year when I get tax returns, I'll buy stocks, and then we can see how they perform. Yeah, we can do it together, bro. Like, yeah, just like see whose portfolio is better. <laughs> Because we're we're such a good investment. Yeah, so that... Okay, so lastly, that's the other things. Remember what crowd Ray Dalio speaks to when he speaks about investments. Because he deals with large institutional investors. And back in the days, you need to have at least $400 million even to speak to the guy, right? So when Ray is talking, he's not actually talking to like our demographic or even the demographic of the Business Casual podcast. So yeah. just keep that in mind. But his overarching ideologies are solid, really solid. Yeah. And that's where that you draw the value. 100%. 100%. That's Fox. Okay. He's well, actually a G. Yeah. He's a G. 
So, what are you saying, Joe? Yo, Puffy. Hey, yo, what's going on? This is DJ Puffy, Red Bull 3 Style World Champion, and this is the Breeze Pick of the Week. Check it out, y'all. Yo, so yo, okay. I've been doing this thing on I've I've been trying to do it daily, but like I settled to this weekly. Or just like mm-hmm. listen try to discover new music or yeah. new artists or stuff like that. Yeah. Um this song is by Dirty Loops and it's called nice. Rock You. Dirty yeah. Loops is like a their band. But they they take they they like they got their fame by taking songs and creating new instrumentation behind them that's okay. much more musical. So this yeah. song called Rock You, Dirty Loops, Rock You, nice fire song. Sounds like old school, like I'm talking like eighties, but it's still new because it's super musical. Yo, yo, they, they're actually from Stockholm. Yo, word. Yeah, yeah, they're from Stockholm. Yo, shout out to Stockholm, fam. Yo, that's sick. Shout out to Sweden. Shout out to Sweden, for sure. So make sure, make sure, guys, to to check, check them out. Dirty Loops. They're actually fire. Yo, so I don't know if you've seen that, but Spotify actually have podcast recommendations. Nah, I didn't see Okay, at least on my version here in Sweden, like they have, if you go on the podcast tab or if it's on Discover, you know how you have like Discover Weekly Music and stuff? They also have like Discover Weekly Podcasts and things like that based on your podcast subscriptions and what you're listening Mm -hmm. to. Bro, when I get into Stockholm School of Economics, I'm going to weasel my way into Spotify to find the damn person who's in charge of those lists. And I'm going to be like a, like a damn, I don't know, mold-infested old piece of wood <laughs> deep under your house that you didn't even know existed until it's too late. You can't, get rid, <laughs> you can't, get, rid you can't get rid of And get the Breeze podcast on there. Say less, B. Say less. <laughs> well, I'm, tr- I'm trying to... I know some people in Spotify, so we'll see nice. Yeah, we'll we'll work we'll that through. We'll try to talk some business. A hundred percent. Usually, what we would have is this uh, inspiring segment, but I kind of feel like like we filled that with the Ray Dalio segment. Yeah, bro. Like I'm, I'm feeling nice. I'm feeling happy about like yeah. what we did so far. So like, yeah. Me too. Run it. <laughs> this guy is looking so like happy in life. I'm so like happy for the guy. Like he's just looking like. <laughs> you don't. Uh, I can't. Shout I... out to Victor. Shout out to Victor. Yeah. We'll talk about it after. After we hit space bar, we'll talk about it. <laughs> so let's freaking hit space bar. Thanks for listening, Yo, listeners. Peace out, guys. We appreciate you guys. Later. Bye. Bye.